This is Tips, Tricks, and Trivia from the Oscar Laughlin Research Library. Here's your librarian, Heather Smith. Hello, I'm Heather Smith. This podcast is going to be concerned with learning about the library, but the fun stuff. Now, libraries are as different as can be, just like people. They serve different needs and different purposes. The Oscar Laughlin Research Library is an academic one, but it does have some public library aspects to it. So some of the stuff I'm going to mention may be interest to people of public, and some of it may be interest to people of academics. So I hope that you will listen to my research tips, tricks, and trivia. First tip is about research. This is a systematic investigation into study of materials and sources in order to establish facts and reach new conclusions. Basically, you're investigating to find out the truth, and it could be a new truth that you haven't thought of before. A lot of the university students spend a lot of time doing research, and a lot of them, when they come first to UCN think, oh, I already know how to do research. I can use Google and Wikipedia. Well, Google and Wikipedia are great, but they're not um, good for research projects necessarily. I mean, I enjoy looking up the characters of Coronation Street on Wikipedia. I think that's great fun. But the thing about Wikipedia is that you can, they have a lot of people inputting information and eventually they check out to see if it's correct and, and truthful. But if you fall, do your research in between the gaps, you could end up with some false information. For example, um, I could post in Wikipedia that UCN in the PAW has a swimming pool. And in the summer, students are allowed to swim in it. And then in winter, it turns into an ice skating rink so we can play hockey. Well, that isn't true but I could post it, and until somebody catches it, especially if they're not from the paw, they might think it's true. So it is good to be able to um, check out and research the truth. And one of the research um, the things, a uh, bit of a trick that the library provides, is we provide library databases. Now, these databases often come um, already checked and verified for the truth for facts. And one of our special ones is the Credo Reference Center. This is an academic database. It's available on the main library webpage under the big box. This database is designed for academics, so for UCN students. So you click on Credo Reference and you'll be able to search the homepage with topics, research tips, all the titles, and also translation. There are over 200,000 full articles with 814 titles from 103 publishers. When doing a special search, there's also a feature called mind maps. Mind maps are a diagram and they show the interrelationships between subjects and words. And so if you're doing a research project that you've never done before, say on biochemistry, and you want to find out some related terms or subjects, these mind maps are really helpful. And if you click on a term like um, aqua chemistry, it will take you to that page and to the articles and references that you are interested in. So it's a wonderful trick to use when you're doing your research, and it's um, been already accredited because it's um, an academic one. That is my trick for this podcast.
Credo Reference Center can be found on the library's website, ucn.ca library. For help with Credo or any research questions, contact our librarian, Heather Smith, by emailing hsmith at ucn.ca or call 204-627-8500. We also have an Ask a Librarian chat feature on our website. Tip. Emerald Insights. The library has recently added this new database to the selection of databases A through, A through Z. It's an academic-based research database that's located in the E's with the other 149 databases. Tip. Click on Advanced Search and add the details that you are interested in to research. Tip. Be sure to spell correctly. Be sure to fill in the date range that you need and click on the bottom for access type. Only contents I have access to. Please be sure to click that one because if you do not, you'll get a whole bunch of articles that you cannot access. So be sure to tip, to follow this tip, only contents I have access to. Check out the wealth of new material available through Emerald Insight. It's a brand new database. We're giving it a try for a year. So please check it out. The trivia I'd like to impart to you is about the Chinese Moon Festival or the Mooncake Festival. This holiday is celebrated when the moon is at its brightest, and this is a national holiday in China and many other Asian countries. People take a day off from work. They view the moon, they cook, and enjoy family and friends together. And making and eating mooncakes is a tradition as part of this holiday. It's a if the pastries are thick and dense, they can be filled with a variety of things. Usually they're not too sweet, but they can be. Um, they can be filled with five kernel and rose pork, red bean paste, lotus seed paste, snow skin, fruit and vegetable, chocolate, green tea, ice cream, cream cheese, and seafood. The last three sound pretty modern, but I think this is what you might call an evolving tradition. These mooncakes are round or squared. They're stuffed pastries, obviously. They can be five to 10 centimeters around and about five centimeters deep. Most of these are eaten in small wedges during the festival and shared between family members. They are generally served with Chinese tea and very rarely are mooncakes served steamed or fried. I guess that means they're baked. But you know what? To find that out, you can check out the UCN library and check out the books we have available. We have four different books on mooncakes specifically. We have um, Mooncakes by Suzanne Walker, which is a graphic novel. Mooncakes by Loretta Suto, that is an ebook or a picture book. A World of Cake, 150 Recipes for the Sweet Traditions from Cultures Near and Far. Again, this is an ebook and it's a cookbook. We also have Celebrations Around the World by Katie Halford. This is a juvenile book that's available in the library. So, on this trivial subject, we have books and materials available, not to mention that we have a wealth of collections, both E and physical, on China, holidays, festivals. As this festival is um, thousands of years old, it's in fact older than Christmas. Did you know the Oscar Lathlin Research Library has two gender-neutral, single-use, accessible bathrooms? They're located on our second floor, also called the mezzanine, and can be accessed by elevator or stairs. On September 30th, the library will be closed for Truth and Reconciliation Day, a brand new day. 
Orange is a color to be worn in wearing in remembrance. This day was selected as one near the start of the school year when the children were taken forcibly from their homes and their families. The day honors those who suffered and those who survived residential school and those who did not. The library will be closed to commemorate this very special day. Unable to come into the library? We still want to help you. Visit our website and use the Ask a Librarian chat or email library at ucn.ca or call us 204-627-8500. Whatever your question, we want to help you. Megan Buchanan, our archivist at Oscar Laughlin Research Library, is going to now be sharing you with you some Cree words and some resources that the library has in Cree that are available. Take it away, Megan. Chauncey Megan Natisini Kasun. I will be doing a brief segment on these podcasts on Cree language materials that we have in the Oscar Laughlin Research Library. Since it is September, or Onochitoi Pisum, I decided that books about learning would be a good topic since people go back to school this month. We have lots of books on learning, as we should, since we're a university library. But I will be sharing some books that focus on basics. First, we have a book called Tansi. It teaches us about various objects and what they are called in Cree. For instance, you can learn that Nimeskasina means my shoes, that Atim means dog, and that Onakan means bowl. Second, we have Ningwakwe's ABC book. It takes us through the letters of the English alphabet by using words that have meaning to indigenous cultures such as buffalo, eagle, and ulu. Finally, we have numbers 1 to 10, or Akita Sona Peyak Tumitatat. This book helps us to learn to count in both Cree and English. You can learn what the following words mean. Peyak, Niso, Nisto, Newo, Nianon, Nikotwasik, Tepecock, Ayananao, Keka Mitatat, and Mitatat. It is also written by somebody who used to go to UCN. All of these books, along with other similar books, can be found in the easy reading collection of the Oscar Laughlin Memorial Library. All of the books and DVDs mentioned in this podcast are available for you to sign out. Call or email us ahead of your visit and we'll have them ready for you when you get here. A tip on a graphic novel series. The library has a series of graphic novels relating to the Marvel Studios movie The Endgame and Infinity Wars. The graphic novels are called Avenger Endgame, Prelude, Thanos Zero Sanctuary, Thanos The Infinite Ending, and Thanos The Infinite Conflict are graphic novels that are available. This story is built on the Guardians of the Galaxy, the Avengers, and other Marvel characters like uh, Captain Marvel and the Black Panther. The high impact adventure can be seen in details with these graphic novels. The library also has the DVDs of the Avengers Endgame and the Avengers Infinity Wars that these graphic novels inspired. The library is open at 8 a.m. Monday to Friday. We stay open until 9 p.m. on Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Tuesday and Friday we close at 4 and Saturday we're open from noon until 4. You can always check our hours on the website ucn.ca library.
I would like to share some reviews on some physical material that we have available in the library. One of them is a DVD called The Raven's Tale, The Return of Kulos. The DVD explores a retelling of a Pacific Northwest indigenous story. The story is told by Sister Frog to a raven and an eagle. The story centers on difficulties between a whale, an indigenous fisherman named Kulos, and his indigenous community about fishing and the need for food. This tale is meant for teaching wisdom, compromise, sharing, and handling problems that arise from common needs. This animated series has been nominated for an Emmy, and the library does have the entire collection with a lot of clever lessons for young and old alike. I do not think that these stories are just meant for children. Another kind of different format we have is a graphic novel. It's, we have many in our collection, but this one is called Sovereign Traces, Volume 1, not just another. And we do have three volumes of this uh, graphic novel in the library. This graphic novel fe features nine short indigenous stories by authors and illustrators. Werewolf on the Moon is illustrated by Delicia Williams and words by Stephen Graham Jones. Uh, Stephen Graham Jones is a noted and award-winning author of horror and sci-fi tales, and the library has many different books of his on, in our collection. There is also a video author spotlight of this remarkable man available on the library webpage under media. So if you would like to find out more scary stories by Stephen Graham Jones, please check that out. Another story that's chilling is The Prisoner of Haiku. It is a rather sad, chilling story about the horrors of residential school by Gordon Henry Jr. There are seven more tales of indigenous ingenuity, sadness, and horror within this graphic novel. Another thing I'd like to tip you off is a book called Ancestor Improved, Intertribal Stories for Kids, edited by Cynthia Leachy Smith. This book is a collection of short stories and poems by indigenous authors. Most of these authors are quite well known. Uh, David A. Robinson, Monique Gray, Smith, Brian Young, Joseph Barak, and Carol Lindstrom, to name a few. The stories center on indigenous children and young adults from First Nation communities from the U.S. and Canada attending powwows. The themes are full of family joy, unity, love, and acceptance. These stories clearly show the importance of the powwow. This is a great collection of stories, and the library also has the audiobook. We've been collecting multi-formats due to requests from the education in the early childhood education department. People learn in many different ways, and so it's important to have many different formats available. So I am hoping that you will come and check out the materials and stuff, information available at the Oscar Laughlin Research Library. You can contact me with questions and concerns. My name is Heather Smith. My email is hsmith at ucn.ca. Or you can call me on my cell, 204-620-5041. This is Heather Smith signing off from this podcast on tips, tricks, and trivia from the Oscar Laughlin Research Library. Have a good day.